I'm Chris Payne. And I'm Amy Regis. And this is HuffPost Humans. On this week's episode, which is called You Think You Know Someone, I spoke with Jamie Morton, who hosts the popular podcast My Dad Wrote a Porno. Now, as a self-confessed fan of the podcast, I'm a regular blinker, and I'm sure you are too, Amy. (laughs) Uh, It was really, really interesting to talk to Jamie, not so much about the podcast itself, because we all know and love uh, the contents of the Belinda Blinked book series. Yes, we do. But more about what it was like for him to discover that his semi-retired Irish father was in fact squaring himself away in his shed and writing for months on end and the writing that he presented to him, which he had no idea, no one had any idea, turned out to be some quite extraordinary erotic fiction. And so we had a great opportunity to talk about how the relationships change and what the reaction was like. And it kind of got me thinking, I'd be horrified, I think. Okay, first of all, if it was my dad writing pornography, that would just be complete Can you even imagine that? No, and and I will (laughs) never imagine that. But even just more generally, like discovering something either kind of shocking or amazing about someone, especially my parents. Um, Do you think that there's like, can you imagine what that would be like with your parents? Like, Look, I want to stop you right there because I don't want to go there with my parents. (laughs) I feel like sometimes... They shock me just with little tidbits that they say. Like I remember once I jigged school, very naughty, and my dad turned around and said, just remember there's nothing you've ever done or will ever do that I haven't already done. And I just went far out. My dad's like, lived a little oh my God. and that was enough. So I want to close that book. But my yeah. my grand, one of my grandmothers doesn't speak English very well, only speaks Greek. And one of the amaz- amazing stories always comes out is that she used to like throw brooms at my like throw sticks, throw brooms, which is quite abusive. Like full-on brooms. Yeah, full-on brooms. Once my dad was like running away from her on his push bike and she threw a broom and it got stuck in the wheel and he flipped over. She must have awesome aim. Yeah, but if you look at her now, she's so sweet and all she does is offer me food. So I feel like everyone's got a, everyone's there's a got, disconnect. Everyone's got hidden secrets and talents. Yeah. Um, I, from my point of view, I could not imagine such a kind of secret like that from my parents. They're very... Um, they're very sweet, sensible, quite well, that's conservative. That's what you think. I'm people. sure Jamie thought that as well. Yeah, well, look, the, like the worst thing my dad's ever done is walked out of a detention that everyone was given because of him. Like that's the like the baddest thing he's ever it's done. It's pretty bad. Although I have to say, and I, I talked to Jamie about this a bit on the podcast. My dad's a pilot, or was a pilot, he's retired now, and there are some scenes in My Dad Wrote a Porno that take place on a plane. I remember them well. Specifically the series of secret rooms that apparently are only uh, known to the pilots and the cabin crew. I've talked to Dad about the setup of a plane and I am not sure that I can imagine that series of rooms being true, but I've heard... Jamie says that many people have contacted him and said that, yes, that's true. So I'm just going to imagine, continue to imagine my dad as the very sweet, gentlemanly uh, pilot that he is and not delve any further into their private lives. But it got me also thinking about secret hidden talents that can shock and amaze us. And something that happened just last week, I'm in an acapella group, which is kind of nerdy. I mean, but that, that's a surprise to me. Thank even you now. very much. Um, <laughs> 
And one of the guys, we decided that one of the songs we were doing was actually the final song was a little bit flat and it's supposed to be a fun song. So one of the guys is an English guy. He said, why don't I just do a bit of beatboxing? I was like, okay, I've got a few friends that can kind of beatbox and yeah, sure, whatever. And we get into the, the, the start of the song and he just starts dropping the most amazing beatboxing I've ever heard to the <laughs> point where I had to stop singing because I was laughing so hard, not because it was bad, but I was so amazed that he was so good at it that I just couldn't do anything but laugh. And then when we finished the song, his girlfriend, who's been with for years and years, who's also in the group, ran over to him and was like, oh my God, I had no idea you could do that. I feel like I don't even know you. It was <laughs> like, it's unbelievable. Like he even had the kind of, the slower parts of the song. It just never came up. The slower parts of the song, he had these fades like, and it was like, holy crap, like, I had no idea you had that kind of talent. It's kind of like a, a hidden secret. Is his singing not that great? Or- yeah, his, his singing is amazing. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it turns out he's been in all these a cappella choirs for years and he's like got all this experience. But it kind of got me thinking about that. Can you think of a time when a friend or someone in your family has just revealed a, something where you're like, I did not know that about you? Oh, actually, yes. One of my One of my cousins is, and it's blows my mind. He's always been a little bit, like I've known that he's quite clever, but out of nowhere, my sister was playing with their Rubik's Cube and he goes, you know, I can solve that any any way you mess it up in 10 seconds. Fake news. And we were like, nah. So for an hour we were testing him and he did it every time. So we'd sit there, my sister and I, messing it up for about 30, 40 minutes and give it to him as a test. Like this time we've definitely got him and he just, bam. Like 10 it's, seconds. Yep. I, don't I think know. the longest we stretched it out for was 20 seconds. I'm like, how? And he's like, I don't know. He like, tried to explain and I didn't get it. He, so, like, I, so he couldn't explain how he did it. I feel like these people just go to a place. It's like they're not even there and they just like do the cube and it's done. He said there was like a formula to it. So like if you, I don't know. He tried to explain to me, like to his credit, he explained, I'm sure he explained it quite well, but I just looked at him, eyes glazed over, like, you're, just you're like, a freak. He's like, who are you? <laughs> yeah. Do you ever, like, try and get him to perform it at family events or, like, parties? Like, hey, I mean, whenever there's a Rubik's Cube around. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not always, it's, it doesn't always come up, does yeah. it? Um, so that was pretty surprising. Yeah. But, I mean, that's a bit different to a grown man who is your father writing a porno. Exactly. And I, I think <laughs> Jamie probably takes the cake as far as, uh, thinking he knows someone, especially his father, and discovering there's this whole other side to him. And it was really fascinating in this podcast to discuss with him how the relationship has changed. Okay, we're here on HuffPost Humans. This episode is called You Think You Know Someone. And joining me today is Jamie Morton from My Dad Wrote a Porno. Hi. Thanks for joining me, Jamie. Thank you for having me. This is very exciting. I was was just saying, this setup is unbelievably professional and you're kind of putting me to shame. Yeah, so what sort of setup do you guys roll with? (laughs) We literally record at our kitchen table, one of our houses each time, and uh, we bought really rubbish microphones from Amazon, and we have loads of cookbooks on our tables to raise the microphones up to our mouths. Um, and we use GarageBand, which I don't think anyone uses at all anymore, but uh, but yeah, it's, it's a very lo-fi um, thing, but it works for us, you know. I think people like the fact that it sounds like absolute crap. What, what, <laughs> what do you, so what do you do when someone needs to cook? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> we aren't permanently <laughs> or, in the kitchen. Is that not we haven't moved in. Uh, <laughs> 
I mean, well, actually, we actually cook for each other before we do a record. That's kind of part of our ritual to kind of keep it a social thing. Because, you, mm-hmm. you know, I'm reading my dad's porn. You can at least feed me. <laughs> well, I wanted to ask you because the thing that drew me to want to speak to you for this episode is your relationship with your dad. And yeah. before I start asking you about the books and the podcast, I want to just ask you to get a sense of how you saw your dad before this all happened yeah, and how that may have changed. <laughs> it certainly changed. Um, yeah, he. I think it's really interesting, isn't it, with like, your parents? For so long, you kind of, you view them as a role more than a person. Um, and he was just my dad for so long. And then as you get older, you kind of learn a bit more about them and you realise that they aren't kind of these you know superhuman people that you think they are um but when they start writing pornography it really really kind of you say that like it's into, you say like that it's, like it's a normal part of everyone's <laughs> growth with their parents look when you get to the point where you find out your dad is a uh, an erotic fiction novelist is uh, <laughs> and a terrible one at that i think more people write porn than they ever admit to though honestly i'll tell you what i'm pretty sure your dad's a better erotic fiction writer than my dad does he write porn? No. <laughs> you don't know that, though. Well, he certainly, might. He certainly hope not. He just hasn't told you. Well, he is. He was a pilot, so oh. I was a little bit freaked out in the episode where you're talking about what goes on in planes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's had fun in B2, believe me. So for those of you who are listening to this and you're not, you're not familiar with My Dad Wrote a Porno, it's a podcast based on a series of books written by Jamie's father under the name Rocky Flintstone. Um Tell me what it was like when you first discovered that your dad was doing this on the side or doing this in his spare time and what that was like for you to have that yeah. conversation. It was really odd because he um, he, he came about it at the, just the weirdest way. He, he took me to one side at my sister's birthday party. As you, like, yeah. as you do. Good timing. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, exactly. Good family time. <laughs> and he was like, he's from Northern Ireland. He's like, come into this, come into the study. And I was like, okay, fine. He's like, I've been writing a book. Great. He'd just been retired. I thought this is a great way to pass the time, you know, do something creative, you know. Great. Um, And he was like, I'm going to send you the first three chapters. And I was like, brilliant. So he did, but he neglected to tell me what it was about. Didn't he? No heads up. No heads up at all, which you'd have thought would have been kind. Um, And so he sent me these these, uh, chapters and I honestly didn't open them for a while. They were just in my inbox. Did you, know, did you say the name, the title? It was did you called, get any sense of it? It was called Belinda Blinked, which I mean, I, I, mean, I thought was a rubbish title, to be honest with you. <laughs> little did you know. <laughs> but little did I know, it was gold. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I didn't. I mean, you don't assume that it's porn, though, do you? So I was like, and so I was kind of putting it off, putting it off. And then when I finally got round to, to opening it, the first line is literally Belinda Blinked, she the job interviewer had just asked her to remove her jacket and silk blouse. And I was like, what the, what? What? Carried on reading. He's written porn. Oh my God. And I literally slammed shut the laptop. And I, and I just, <laughs> I've, I've discovered that I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pacer. I got up on my chair and just started pacing around my bedroom, just being like, what? Okay, what? Okay, what? How, wh- why? Why is he writing porn? Why has he sent it to me? Why hasn't he like been worried that I haven't responded in about three weeks? Does he think that I'm never going to speak to him again? I was like, I can't read this. This is too weird. Um, 
So what did you do? Did went, you call friends? Did you go have a, several b- drinks? Honestly, you, I went to the fridge and got a beer. Yeah, the, and I was the natural. Like, just opened a beer and I was like, okay. And I just sat down. And I was like, and then okay. you opened the laptop back up. And I did. I opened the laptop back up and I was like, I kind of wanted to see what this is like. <laughs> and then the more did. I read, I was like, this is unbelievable. I mean, everything about it was gold. Like. The fact that he don't, he knows nothing about a woman's body, clearly. He can't spell. struggles with grammar. I mean, no characterization, no plot. I mean, everything the, 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 was the, the vole? The vole. Well, I didn't get to the vole at this stage. Okay. This was just kind of the first three chapters. So I was like... And the third chapter was in bullet points, which, interestingly, it remained when it was published. Um, but he, um, <laughs> he, he really surprised me. And I was like, this is... This is a really extraordinary piece of work that you've been <laughs> you've been working on, and I did call him. And I was like, "So I've read your book." Mm-hmm. He was like, "Excellent." <laughs> That's like, a, I'm gross. sorry, that sounds a bit creepy. Yeah, I was like, "What do you think?" And I was like, "Yeah." Um, does Mum know that you've been writing it? He was like, "I've been writing it in the shed. I call it my pavilion." Oh, I was my, like, God. oh my god. What what has happened to you? Who are you? you so are you didn't no go straight. So you didn't go straight into the critique of the work. You didn't no. talk. <laughs> you, you didn't talk creative to creative. You did <laughs> say what the fuck is going on yeah, here? Yeah, I was like, you need to fucking. Can, can, can we swear? Yeah, yeah. Go oh, ahead. thank God, because I've been I've been trying not to swear for the whole. I time. I think if people are listening to your podcast and listening okay, to good. this, they're going to be used to some yeah unsavory language. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck, Dad? <laughs> you, why you're mad? You're insane!" And uh, he he was just loving because what I think actually is I th- I think he sent it to me to troll me. I think it was a big kind of practical joke because my dad is like the biggest wind-up merchant uh-huh. and always has been my whole uh-huh. life like he's always like played tr- like pranks on all of us kids so i think he this was would just, be a long con yeah and this has been like a slow burn he's been planning this for like years probably i'm gonna write these books and i'm just gonna send it to him and see what he does um but i kind of trumped him because i started reading it out to the world and now everyone knows that he can't spell <laughs> and that he doesn't know what a vagina is um <laughs> no it's uh it was it was just really interesting to um to kind of engage my dad in in a conversation about why he'd been writing pornography, it was it was it was it was an odd time. If you don't mind me asking, had you ever had any kind of open conversation with your dad before about sex or porn or any of these kinds of things? I mean, yeah, not like in depth chats, but it, no but yeah, cervix stuff, talk. No, no, no. But yeah, I mean, stuff had come up. Obviously, I mean, as you. I mean, because, yeah, I was, how old was I when this happened? Like 27? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'd like talked about stuff. Um, but, yeah, we'd never kind of <laughs> sat down and been like, so, porn, what are you into? Because uh, that'd be weird. But, uh, but yeah, we'd, we'd, we had, um, the subject had been raised. Because we're a very open family. And I think, you know, one of the reasons why I've done this show is because my family is so cool and chilled out that they don't mind me kind of sharing this crazy this this uh this 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 crazy world that my dad's created but um yeah i don't know i didn't ever feel like it would be something that i'd i'd be talking my entire life about you know dad porn or even porn in general well, the fact that, I, that I, i'm now known for porn is really weird to me well when you google jamie morton it comes up jamie morton podcast Obviously, it? Okay. and then comes straight up with my dad wrote a porno. Right? Is that like what was coming up before that? And what's that <laughs> Probably like? Probably nothing because I was not a person. What's that like for any you? Kind of public eye to be a Googleable 
porn commodity. Yeah, very. I mean, I'm quite proud of that. Actually. Yeah, it's good. Thank I you. would be too. <laughs> uh, you're jealous. I know you are. Yeah, well, I don't have, you know, Michael uh, <laughs> Michael Sheen and uh, Elijah Wood jumping in on the podcast. That's been the craziest thing. Thomas Middlejit, he was so funny. Because I've yeah. watched him on Silicon Valley. Yeah. And he's very bumbling and awkward. He's so funny. He's amazing. I mean... The fact that so many celebrities have come out of the woodwork and outed themselves publicly to be huge Belinda Blinked fans has been incredible. And each person that came on the show just was, they were just, each person just was better than the next. They just brought so much stuff to it. We couldn't believe it. Daisy Ridley from Star Wars, the lead actress of Star Wars, coming on our show talking about big black dildos and wanting to play the Duchess. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. And when she said, she was like, I did start listening to this on the set of Star Wars. We were like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's so insane. The Force Awakens, Belinda Awakens. I mean, it was really weird. I was like, this is just insane. But kind of, I mean, it, not that it legitimised the show in any way, because obviously we're past that point. But it, it was nice to kind of know that that it wasn't just us who found this hilarious and that it was reaching a broader audience. That's been really nice. And does your dad get a kick out of that, knowing that through the podcast, his work is being heard and probably read by millions of people, including big, big celebrities? Yeah. I mean, he chats to them on Twitter all the time. They like chat to him. Like Michael Sheen. And there was like a while ago, Thomas Middleditch, Michael Sheen and my dad were just in this like Twitter conversation for ages, just chatting away. I was like, this is so surreal. Like it's, it's, it's crazy. And I think that's actually in all seriousness, one of the nicest things about this whole project has been that I've been able to help get my dad's work out into the world because it was an ebook, you know, it wasn't something that that people would have necessarily found without a push from from something like this podcast. So uh, the fact that loads of people listen to his or, or read his book and know about Belinda and, and Rocky Flintstone has become a legitimate author of note in terms of he's he's sort erotica. of right there with george rr R. martin <laughs> people people demanding where's the Keep next writing, thing you've Rocky. got to finish off Keep this writing. series yeah exactly are people reading ahead like where are we up to in terms of the books that he's released right so so this is an interesting thing actually so my dad so back when i first discovered it and after i kind of got over the like the shock of it i took it to my mates uh, and we read it aloud in like a north london pub one day, and the pub emptied around us because they were like, "What the hell are you reading?" It was how loud were you? Quite, well, quite loud because there yeah. were like there was like six of us, and we were screeching quite a lot because it was just insane. And it was Christmas time, and it was a really posh pub in Hampstead, which is a very nice part of London. And uh, and so um, we, what the hell? Where the hell am I going with this? What was what was the question? Oh look, Hang I on, did, one, one one thing I did want to ask you about mm. was. RockyFlintstone.com. Is this? Oh my god! Real? Is it run by your dad? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Do you uh, think I'd so ever make that? So that's actually it's bright yellow. So I didn't know if it was maybe a fan or no, 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 a no. piss take or a parody page. No, that's it's, that is him. Does he know that it's funny? No, that page. He thinks that that's that, like he a, thinks that that's modern. He thinks that's a website. Yeah, Comic Sans, huge yellow page awful it's 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 so bright it's, it's hilarious but it's, but it's so brilliant this is the thing about my dad because people often say to me like this is all made up this isn't your dad you've just written this book and it's like the thing 
I'm like, I fucking wish. Are you kidding me? <laughs> if I could write comedy that good, I would be claiming it. Believe it, me. It's too bizarre to be fake. Yeah, I it think. is. It's it's like because I asked these questions too when I was listening to it on a crowded bus and yeah. pissing myself and people were looking at me funny. Um, <laughs> I do want to ask you though, just going back to when you first discovered this, you talked to your dad about it. Yeah, what happens then? Do you call up your friends? When when did James and Alice become involved? When do you decide? Okay, we're gonna do something more with this. Yeah, that was an interesting thing. So, I um, I, rem- I remember what I was talking about before, by the way. Shall I weave that into yeah, this? Yeah, that'd be great. Like a maze. Yeah, we just got lost in the maze. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, how we decided to do it was interesting because we were like, we found it really funny. So we we're in this pub, you know, the place was like cleared out. We were like, this is lol. And then James Ellis were like, we, we just love this. This is just gold, 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 gold. And so I went to my dad and I was like, dad, we're thinking of doing something with this. Um, like, I really think you should, you should keep writing these. And he was like, what do you mean? I've written four books. I was like, what? You've written four books already? Like, since when? Since so you, you only knew about them? the one book at this yeah, stage? Yeah, well, and it was only three chapters at that at that point. So, so you like, thought. When have you written four? I mean, I was like, you're literally insane. But okay, fine. You've written four books. Great. We want to do a podcast about it. He was like, a podcast? Oh my God, that's a great idea. Yes, fantastic. What's a podcast? Yeah, I was going to say, did he know what a podcast was? Absolutely this no is a clue. man who builds websites in <laughs> bright yellow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and he was like, what's about this? I was like, okay, right, a podcast would be this. It would be like this. He was like, this sounds great. Um, and so he was really on board from the beginning. And I obviously wouldn't have ever made it without him completely giving it, giving us his blessing. And my whole family, in fact. So we, we recorded the first episode. I played it to my whole family together which was really really fun actually my mum were you nervous um i was nervous because i was really proud of it Mm -hmm. and i thought it could be really good and i was nervous that they would shut it down and they'd be like do you know what i'm not i don't like because i've got three sisters my mum and my dad i was like if one person isn't up for this then it doesn't happen it's done yeah um obviously uh, and my mum i was a bit worried because my mum was like right well you can all listen to this if you want but i'm gonna go upstairs and she went to the fridge, she got out a bottle of wine and went to her bedroom. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is going really well. And then I pressed play and I could see through, like, because the door has, like, glass in it of our living room. I was like, I could see her coming down the stairs. I could see that she was, like, creeping down to, like, secretly listen to it on the stairs. I was like, Mum, I can see you. She's like, what? I'm just picking up something. I was like, what? From the stairs? Something on the stairs. <laughs> I was like, come in. And she was like, okay, fine. I'll listen to a bit of it. So she came in and we just all started creasing up and laughing. So my mum was listening to the first chapter. She didn't want to listen to anything else. but um, Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I exactly. could understand that. But then the she's supportive. She's so supportive. Yeah. Yeah. She's amazing. She's so cool. She's just, she doesn't, she doesn't give a shit, really. She's like, whatever whatever he wants to do is fine. Um, but, but then because he'd written four books, I was like, I don't want to listen or to read four the other books I, I want to kind of because the whole thing of the show is that we read it afresh so I read the ch- a chapter that the chapter that we're going to record I read that the morning of our record but that's the first time I've read it so you don't you don't know what's coming I don't know book. anything about the book oh, that's, so that's great yeah so I kind of read it just to kind of know where to what, pause yeah and... and just to kind of get my head around his grammar mainly <laughs> Because that's honestly a challenge. Is time. that where you start practicing your American accents? I don't practice the accents, which I think you can really? tell. Really, um, that's that's a surprise. 
Is it? They're awful. They're like the, but they're supposed. This is the, they're supposed to be bad accents. All right, I'm not trying to be Meryl Streep. It's I'm I I know I'm shit. Um, but then I had to be like, I don't want to read these other three books, Dad. And I said, in fact, don't even send me them because I can't trust myself to not be like, oh, I wonder what that. And I said to him, and you can't put it on Amazon. You can put you can put the first one on on Amazon, but you should put the next one out when we do the next podcast, if that makes sense. Which he didn't really understand, and I was like, Dad, honestly, I think it would be good because then you know we're kind of building anticipation, and yeah, we're going to build the brand. He was like, building the brand, brilliant, because he, he does think he's a bit of a, a business guru. Because obviously, well, you, know, you can tell uh, there's a many business tips I've picked up from listening to <laughs> the podcast. You know, what about cost centers now? I just want to know how your relationship has changed with your dad because now you're now you're creative partners as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Are you ever able to just sit and have a drink with him and not? talk about the podcast or the book or is that always kind of part of the conversation it is a bit actually because yeah when you work with someone you can't help but chat about and and because this project is so fast moving and so exciting and so many things are constantly happening so many opportunities are presenting themselves um really 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 exciting shit as well that and I, and, I, and I don't see him a whole lot because, you know, mm-hmm. he doesn't live in London. So, so yeah, when I do see him, it is really great to kind of be like, oh, my God, can you believe this is happening? And that offer was really exciting. And is that a thing that could actually, you know, happen? And, and, and kind of getting his perspective on everything as well to be like, what do you think? Like, what do you want um, from, you know, the next stage of this? Um, so, yeah, we do talk about it a lot, but in a kind of really great way to be able to... Because my thing is I get to... I get to be creative with my dad, and also the thing that mm. I've that I've. Who knew your dad would be your muse? Well, quite. <laughs> I mean, retired <laughs> gentleman working in the shed, writing a few things in his spare time. Because for him, it must be really weird as well, because he's not part of the media in any way. Yeah. So for him, they've literally been writing something in his garden shed, exactly. For it to now have got to this point and potentially get to a, more stuff, I think for him is just really hard to kind of equate in his own mind and he's so excited and he's so thrilled that it's all happened and as he should be I mean he's created a work of such genius that he should be so proud of it because we are all so proud of what he's done um but yeah we do we, yeah we do talk a lot um but I'm just really glad that the thing that I found success with is directly related to my dad yeah that's, that's just so cool to me I, I'm so I imagine it's so rare so rare. Very cool. I, I, Me I, and Michael he, Douglas. He, he must yeah. just be like so in disbelief that this thing that he wrote in a shed is being listened to by the guy from The Lord of the Rings and I know, yeah. has his son performing at the Sydney Opera House on the other side of the world. Yeah. That's cool. It's really cool. It's so surreal. Like, because we, we did play, I, I uh, played the Elijah Wood episode to my whole family as well. <clears throat> And my mum was like, Elijah freaking Wood. The fuck? <laughs> the fuck, Rocky? And I was just like, it is mad. And the fact that they're such fans. Like when Michael Sheen came on, he. Oh, that was fucking hilarious. To that the episode. Point, is, he's just the most amazing man. And th- I loved how Alice told him to fuck off at the end. <laughs> that made me piss myself laughing. Fuck off. <laughs> he is just been the most supportive man since coming on the show he's just been so wonderful to us all and and just the way he 
just was just geeking out with us and and knew everything and listen to like the little footnotes the footnote episodes that weren't even with a celebrity guest he he knew he knew all about my 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 past career as playing toad of toad hall which you know was a real moment for me because obviously he knows that I'm a great actor. So uh, you guys he, shared nights backstage, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was a fan of my accents. Mm. Uh, so yeah, it's it is it's it is insane, and I think it's one of those things that you can never properly prepare for, and 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 you just have to kind of enjoy the ride as as it as it's happening, and just and just try and make the most of every opportunity because you know it isn't going to be around forever. So I'm just thrilled that I get to do it with my dad. I'm sure you're very proud of Rocky and I'm, I'm sure he's very proud of you. Uh, Jamie, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. That's the end of the chapter. <laughs> and that was Jamie Morton from My Dad Wrote a Porno. Season 3 is currently out on iTunes, so I strongly suggest you check it out. It is bloody hilarious and it's just getting uh, more and more crazy. That's it from us this week. Join us next week for another episode of HuffPost Humans. Remember, if you're a HuffPost human, leave us a review or rating or email us at podcasts at huffingtonpost.com.au. And please check out our other great podcasts on the HuffPost Australia network, including Refresh and Breaking the Ice, which is a great series about the people behind the climate science. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time.